Welcome to the first episode of me explaining the plot of a book that I read so you don't have to read it. I am literally so excited for this. I love, 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 love talking about my favourite books. Um, I think I'm going to start with the Shadow and Bone trilogy by Lee Bardugo because honestly she is one of my favorite authors she also wrote the six of crows uh, du- duology i think that's how you say it i'm not sure anyway um recently the netflix show the netflix adaption of this trilogy came out this first season and i have already binged that about three times it's really good i am it's safe to say i'm obsessed with these um <laughs> I am so excited for this, so I'm just gonna start right away. I don't really know what else there is to say. Anyways, so I'm gonna be discussing the first book in this episode. There are three books because it's a trilogy. Um, It's Shadow and Bone, Siege and Storm, and Ruin and Rise. Yeah. So I'm gonna start with Shadow and Bone right now. So we have our main character. Elena. She's from Keramzin and she was an orphan. And she is now a cartographer for the first army. Right. Then we have Mao. He is also from Keramzin and he was also an orphan and he grew up with Elena and basically they were best friends. He's a tracker for the first army. Oh, and everything that Lee Bardugo writes about, it, well, in these books specifically, um, it's in the Grishaverse. So the Grishaverse is like a universe, um, and I'll talk about the Grisha when I get a bit more into it. So basically these two are best friends for the first army. You have the first army and then the second army. The first army is like the king's soldiers and cartographers and stuff like that, right? Then the second army is Grisha. So Grisha are basically like, I want to say wizards, but they aren't really wizards. So you get different types of Grisha. I'm not going to go into all of that because it still confuses me sometimes. But yeah, you'll get the the gist of it. Um, Basically, they are like sorcerers, wizards. They work with magic. Some people are going to hate me for saying they're wizards and sorcerers, but literally that's what I thought of when I read, oh, Grisha. Um, So you get, some of them work with, like, the air and the elements around them. And then you have uh, the ones that work with, like, your body heat and your body temperature, your heartbeat, so they can basically kill you. That's always fun. And then you have ones that work also, yeah, that's basically it. And then you can go more into it. Then this one works with air. That one works with fire. And then there's this one Grisha dude. The Darkling. And he works with shadows. He's the only one known. And then there are basically these rumors. It's a myth, right? Of the Sun Summoner. The Sun Summoner is going to come one day. And she summons light. Well, he or she. We don't discriminate. Um... But it's basically a myth because there never has been one and lots of people don't believe that there will be one. Anyway, back to like the main story now. Now that you guys hopefully understand that. If you don't, try and re-listen to that part. I don't know. Maybe Google. Google helps. Anyway. 
So these two are in the first army, Malin and Lena, you know, besties anyway. And they have to, they have been chosen to go into the fold together. Now, what is the fold, you may ask? Basically, long ago, long ago, there was this one Grisha dude, they call him the Black Heretic. He was also a Darkling. And he basically created the fold. He was like, no besties, I'm creating the fold. And the fold is this one huge, big, it's a place. Darkness, it's, it's darkness, but it's a place. And inside this fold, there are... Volcra, you call them Volcra, and these are basically horrendous, horrible, horrific animals. Not animals, like creatures. They are horrible. We don't like them, and they basically they, they can't really see obviously because there's darkness, but they have like brilliant hearing. So if you make a noise in the fold, they will basically eat you. So the fold tears Ravka. So Ravka is the main, not land, country, main country that we're going to talk about in this book. Um, so there's Ravka, I think Ketadam, and I cannot say this word to save my life, um, Fregia. I don't know how to say it. Anyway. And then there's another one. Oh, uh, Shuhan. Anyway, but the fold is in the middle of Ravka. So you have East Ravka and West Ravka. And basically, they have to get from East Ravka to West Ravka. But they have to go through the fold. Anyways, so our besties are kind of stressed. But they're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to be fine. Uh-huh, not really, but we're going to be fine. And we'll make it through. We'll, we'll, we'll make it through this together, you know. We're all in this together. And they kind of don't make it. They go into the fold and the Volcra attack. Who saw this coming? Me. Anyway, but that's not the point. It's still a brilliant book. The Volcra basically attack them. And one of Alina's other friends that was also a cartographer, Alexei, I really liked him. And then Lee had the audacity to just kill him off so soon in the book. Like, I know this is the first time of me mentioning him, but I didn't want you guys to get attached because I did. Where did that get me? It got me sad because one of the characters that I got attached to died. Anyway, and then the Volcra attack and Alexei dies and... um. A Volcra attacks Mal, and Elena is like, no, I cannot let this happen, and then one kind of attacks her, sort of, I think, I may be wrong about this, but a Volcra attacked them, and then there was light. There was light, and everything went, like, black to Elena, obviously. Oh, the, the book's point of view is from Elena, by the way. Um, anyway, everything goes black for Elena, like, there's a bright light, and then she faints, or something we assume she passes out and then she wakes up and they back in east ravka they did not make it to west ravka and she's like oh my soul what happened where is mal is he alive 
he is but is he alive and then she everyone's like oh my word you have to go to the darkling's tent like you have to go to the darkling this is not the black heretic darkling by the way this is the other darkling this is the new darkling like his son or something that's what the darkling says in any way anyways so the darkling basically um asks alina what are you and alina's like a map maker sir and then he's like no what happened what happened in there bestie and then this other girl zoya i do not like her for the life of me she's a grisha she's a squaller she works with the air um and she has a blue kefta a kefta is like a not a jacket thing but it's like a bulletproof coat that grisha wear and the color you can like tell what kind of grisha is by the color kefta they wear i think blue is squaller and then inferni or inferni i have no idea how to say it is red and then the black well the black heretic technically also had a a black one but the darkling has a black one basically anyway and then he's like no i think you're the sun summoner because there was light all of a sudden bestie and then he takes this like a knife he takes a knife and he literally cuts her to see if she can summon the light also he is a human amplifier so an amplifier is like usually it's like a bone that they kind of melt into the grisha's skin to help amplify their powers but the darkling is an amplifier anyway and um can you guess she summons light she is the sun summoner oh my word the sun summoner is real everyone's been like this is a myth now it's not a myth what now i'll tell you what now alina literally gets whisked away to the little palace the little palace is this place where the grisha go to train and they grow up there basically it's not that little though it's a huge palace but it's called the little palace because it's bigger than the main palace where the king stays anyway and everyone's scared of the darkling by the way you can tell from his name everyone's just scared of him because like he's the only guy with shadowy powers and basically he's what do you call it forefather i don't know his bloodline created the fold no one likes the fold it's creating war between east and west ravka like it's not fun it's not it we do not like the energy of the fold and then on the way to little palace everyone's after alina now right because everyone saw the light in the fold and they're like oh my word the sun summon is real she's valuable everyone wants to like kill her or um what's his name just kidnap her for money you know um and on the way to the little palace they do get ambushed and the darkling does this thing called the cut where he literally cut the assassin in half and i feel like that's kind of where alina and the darkling had like their first moment type of thing because then they had like this chat and she was like i'm scared i don't want this power i'm gonna feel so alone and different and i already have been feeling that all my life and the darkling's like oh my word you're not alone i also feel alone you know i also feel like this anyway and then they go to the little palace and the little palace is where we meet genya she becomes one of alina's friends uh she's you can say she's kind of a big character in the story but if she wasn't there it wouldn't make that big of a difference but i really like her 
I like her. I don't care what people say. I love Genya. Anyway, she is also a Grisha. Uh, she's a tailor, so she works on like skin. She modifies your face. So if you have a pimple, no, you don't. Genya took it away for you. Anyway, um, at the little palace, Alina starts training with Bagra. We don't really know that much about Bagra. We know she's in this little hut at the little palace and she has a cane that she whacks Alina with basically because Alina is struggling to um, summon her power on her own because as far as she summoned it was once in the fold when she was in like a panic don't really know what triggered it the Volcra probably um, and then once in the tent when the Darkling was basically helping her amplify the power and when they had to demonstrate they had to demonstrate to the king that she was Sansa Mana but once again Darkling amplified it so Alina is struggling and Bagra is like really tough love you can't even say love just tough she's being really tough on Alina like you should be able to summon the light why are you so like not good at this Anyway, Alina is not fitting in. She is struggling. She does not like it here. She wants to go home. She doesn't like the energy. And she's writing letters to Mal. Like, a lot of letters. She's writing one every single day. And Bestie is not receiving anything back from Mal. Can I just say that I absolutely... Mal irritates the living... He just irritates me so, so much in these books. In the series he's much better, but I'll talk about that at the end. Anyway, um, and the Darkling and Alina kind of have like this moment kind of a thingy, because he comes to Alina and he's like, listen, I know you're struggling, but I have a plan. Oh, I never said, by the way, the Sun Summoner is so important because the Sun Summoner can tear down the fold. It's literally in my notes. I made notes and I didn't even it's written in colour as well. Anyway, the Sun Summoner can tear down, down the fold, at least help, if she gets strong enough. But the Darkling is like, I have a plan and I can help you. You and I are going to change the world. We're going to tear this fold down. I know of this very powerful amplifier. I cannot, for the love of my life, say the word. I'm not even going to try to, but basically it's a stag. And whoever kills the stag gets to use its bones as an amplifier. So then you have, like, the power over the stag. Or the bones. The amplifier. The bones sound so weird. Anyway, and then Alina is, like, in this really depressive kind of a dump. And, and she's not having it. And then she's like, Mal is literally not responding to any of my letters. This is when I've needed him most in my life. We've been through so much together. We were orphans together. We went to the first army together. And now he decides to ditch me. Like, I really genuinely loved him. Maybe even more than a friend. And he's just deciding to ditch me. This boy does not appreciate me for who I am. And I'm sure he's just happy to be forgetting about me. And she decides to leave him behind. She decides, let's forget about that part of my life. And then all of a sudden, bobbity bobbity boo she can like now harness her power that doesn't change anything like they really still want to get the amplifier for her bagra is totally against this idea she does not want to do that anyway and then there's this uh winter fate feet fate kind of a thing which is basically a ball where all the grisha the like new grisha going into the world ooh 
are doing demonstrations of their power and Alina and the Darkling basically crush this demonstration it is a spectacle everyone loves it it's beautiful wow amazing spectacular never seen before energy right and then (laughs) spicy they kiss afterwards you know dark lena for the win and then he's like can i come to your room tonight and she's like sure and then she leaves and as she's leaving like to go back to her room bagra is like sis come here and she is breaking it down for us bestie is not having this she's like listen you have to listen to me you have to get out of this palace you have to run whatever you do do not let the darkling give you that amplifier because if he kills the stag he can have power over you and bagra is basically explaining how the darkling never wanted to take away the fold he wanted to use it to his power and huge plot twist here like huge 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 he is the black heretic it was never one of his forefathers or his bloodline it was just him because as a grisha using your power so much and like i don't know it makes you more powerful but it also makes you live longer basically so now we know the darkling is bad and you know i got attached to him this was horrible for me um his name is the Darkling, so I probably should have guessed it from the beginning. By the way, I know they reveal his name in the series. I was really upset about that. Because they only do this in the third book. And it was such a big thing. And only Alina knew. And then, in the series, it's just like, call me and I'm not saying his name. Because, no. I'm not repeating the series mistakes. Anyway, back to the story. Sorry. Um, and Elena is like, bye bestie, and she decides to run. She is running away. She's in the woods, and Mal finds her. And then she's really angry with him. She's like, you didn't respond to any of my letters. And he's like, what letters? And she's like, the letters that I wrote you every single day. And he's like, I really do not know what you're talking about. Turns out, um, Mal was sent away with a group of trackers to go find the stag, and the Darkling never, he was like, I'm not letting you send those letters. And Genya was part of this. Like, this was so heartbreaking to me. It sounds stupid. But Genya was also part of the cause that the letters never got delivered to Mal. And apparently he wrote letters to her as well, and she also never received them. So they were like, okay, we literally, people are probably going to be hunting us. So let us try and find the stag before the Darkling does and Alina can kill the stag and then she can use the power to amplify like her powers and use it against the Darkling so that he doesn't have power on her. But when they find the stag, oh, before I do that, um, Alina basically made Mal promise that he kill her if the Darkling gets her because she does not want to be like be uh captured what's the word i don't know she doesn't want to be kidnapped by the darkling she doesn't want to be used she doesn't want to collar around her neck because that's what the darkling's gonna do with these bones of the stag and he's like okay that's fine and he declares his love to her and like honestly it was so cute that that was cute melina for the win now yay I still ship Darklina though. They're really toxic. 
look I ship like the first book of Dark Lena and then I don't and from the second book onwards but Mal is so irritating Alina did not need a man she needed therapy anyway um, they find the stag basically and Alina is really hesitant to kill it because it's such a beautiful thing and she's like this poor thing is innocent why do I have to kill it and that was her mistake the darkling just shows up and he's like thanks for finding the stag for me and kills it he just kills it with a cut where he like cuts things in half with his powers he just kills it and um Mal did not kill Alina and do I resent him for this yes a little bit you made a promise I know it's hard but you would rather see her like kind of tortured and being used against her will doing stuff that she doesn't want to do then like there are worse things than dying as they said in the hunger games i love those books as well anyway and um the darkling basically puts this collar on alina the amplifier and they go back to the edge of the fold in East Ravka by the way they they've always been in East Ravka they never went to West Ravka they tried to when they like were finding the stag they were making their way across like not across the fold around the fold anyway and then Genya is there again and this was such a heartbreaking moment for me because Genya kind of had to choose surviving over her friendship with Alina because the king was using Genya for things that he was not supposed to. Genya was there to, like, tailor on the queen, basically. And then at night, the king was doing things he shouldn't do. It's a really touchy subject. Anyway, and Genya kind of poisoned the king. So then the king was really ill. And now the priest guy he's not that important in the first book that's why i didn't mention him but the priest guy um is now like kind of in control but the darkling has him under his thumb so the darkling is in control now and and we feel kind of betrayed by genya but she had her reasons you know and then elena's like oh, i had a fake friend that's fun my life is a lie um at least i have my friend mal who's now kind of more than a friend but the darkling is most probably going to use mal against alina and they are going into the fold now because alina is going to take down the fold yay well that's what everyone around them thinks but alina knows and the darkling knows that that's not what the darkling is going to do right um and they're in the middle of the fold and he is showing how he can use the fold like against other people around the fold how he can twist it to what he wants to because he can now use Alina's powers because he killed the stag right and there are other people on this like ship thingy that they went to took it to take into the fold because the darkling wanted an audience and then Alina realizes because she showed mercy to the stag she can also use the amplifier right and she uses this amplifier to like burst to to summon this light around her and mal and she grabs mal and they run out of the fold they just yeet out of there they are gone and alina knows that she left innocent people on that ship with the darkling and um they basically they leave alina feels extremely guilty she knows what she's done but she did what she had to do to stay alive much like genya 
Anyway, and that's kind of where the first book ends. I'll probably do the second book soon in like another episode. I just feel like doing all three in one episode is going to be a bit long. I don't like these overly long podcasts. I cannot focus that long. I tend to just play them and it's like, oh, I'm still playing a podcast. Anyway, I just want to talk about the show for a bit. Um, I absolutely loved the show. I love how they brought the Six of Crows into the show. It, it was just beautiful to me. The way they did it was really clever. Um, I like that Lee Bardugo literally took the criticism that her fans gave her and she decided to change things and make them better in the show. Um, the Mal in the books are really irritating, I've said this, but in the show, he's likeable. He's actually likeable, and I like show Mal, I hate book Mal. I, I don't like him, he's like a pick-me guy, you know? Those, um, we don't like that, no thank you. Alina is pretty much the same in the show, I would say, in my opinion. It really very much irritated me like the show I loved it it just irritated me the most that they revealed his name as if it was nothing that irritated it it's really horrible like it was such such a huge thing in the book I mean we only find out in the end of book three about like halfway through maybe we find out what this guy sorry what this guy's name is and he's the Darkling, basically, the whole time. The Darkling or General. In the show, he's just whole time General Kerrigan. And then they say his name. I'm not going to say it. No, no, you have to wait for the third book for that. Or go watch the series. It's a really good series, you should. I'd like a season two. So that they can bring in Prince Nikolai. Mm-hmm. Character for book two. Oh, he's my favourite. I love him. Also, Kaz Brecker from Six of Crows is in the show. That's a really good character. I love him. He is, oh my soul, the trauma. <laughs> Just shines through. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening to my first episode of um, I Read a Book so that you don't have to. I really enjoyed doing this. I definitely think, because I did a podcast before this, and I had like three episodes. I was born bored in quarantine, um, that's why I started it, but I didn't really have a plan for that. But I feel like I have a plan for this, um, and I love reading, so it's not really work for me, and I can just make notes as, as I go along, which is also fun. Um, you guys should let me know what... Uh, books you'd like me to read i'm basically going off the books on tiktok like the um i can say trending books on book talk but i'm definitely going to finish this trilogy and then i'm doing six of crows after this but after that i'll see i'll probably do i'm busy also reading uh law i think that's how you say it i actually like that book it's quite interesting so i i would have fun doing that book Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Have a lovely day. Or if it's night, um, you should go to bed, you know. If you have school tomorrow, then definitely go sleep. Sleep schedule is important. Not that I have one. Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye.